0: Best friends and ghoulish nights, and welcome to the thirty-second episode of Murders with Mertens. I am your host Joe, and this is a podcast about horror, full horror, body horror, sci-fi horror, the horror adjacent thrillers, the psychologically terrifying, scary films in general. Each episode, I sit down with a guest and discuss one of their favorite scary films, so that we can gush about everything that makes it just so damned cool. Viewers, thank you for the support. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe if you are so inclined. It all helps to get the word out and bring some much-needed love to this little. Podcast podcast. Audio listeners, the show is also available on podcast services around the world like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so don't forget to leave a rating when you stop by. Five stars is always appreciated. Enough of all that housekeeping, though, because we talked about doing this episode so, so long ago, and this has been far too long in the making. I have the absolute joy of bringing back the one, the only, Joe Medforce from twitch.tv slash Joe Medforce, Joe, how the hell are you?
1: Oh, I'm better than I've been in about a decade. And, um, I'm so glad that we're recording this today because as we record within the week is the longest day of the year, Midsummer mm-hmm. festival itself. And just as I did when I first saw this marvelous motion picture, um, Back after Hereditary rocked my socks off, there was a previous episode. You should go back and listen to it. Um, you know, Murders with Mertons on all the favorite podcast services. There's a YouTube <laughs> channel as well if you want to see our handsome faces. So um, yeah, as he said, like, share, subscribe, spread the word about the horror bird, and uh, you know, keep it keep it ghouly. Hell yeah. Hell know, yeah. I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm really excited to be here, man. Um,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, damn, absolutely a reason why you're back for this episode because you're an Ari Aster super fan. Uh, you know, it, it, we're finally getting around to talking Midsummer. And um, well, um, the 2019's Midsummer, written and directed by Ari Aster. Um, this was supposed to happen around the release of his new film, uh, Bo is Afraid. Uh, you know, life got in the way. It happens. Uh, but it, it is absolutely perfect, like you said. That uh, we were able to, uh, you know, work this out and get you back because, yeah, this will be going up right around the summer solstice. Absolutely perfect, perfect timing.
1: There was a real missed opportunity with at least this Blu-ray packaging. How good would it be to get a? Uh, this is the director's cut, so it's the longest film that Arias directed to date. He will get to me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm afraid, but like i used to you know, i love reversible sleeves if arrow video ever have to do an Ariaster thing you know like you want the inside of the you know those uh um the, those tapestries those uh yes those, those drawings those paintings you know it's like the sistine chapel if it was fucked up and had lots of Weird relationship and parental issues. Hello, Ariasto um, uh-huh. Thanks, uh-huh. Thanks to, <laughs> um, anyways, Uh huh. Thank you. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. Where do, it, where do we? Where do? Where do we begin? I mean, and, st- start with the man himself. I mean, he's
0: basically if every single relationship uh, issue in the world went to film school, um, that that's Ari Aster. Uh, and,
1: and, yeah. and fucking and fucking graduated in disgust because he you made that, I've no, I still, I haven't actually seen in full his like student film, the short film okay. he made prior to um feature length Hereditary directorial debut, also known as. Again, can I be built like that, please? Um yeah, uh just fuck just dude dude. I I hope that when I go into practicing therapy as making a movie, right. I, I hope that I can be even a fraction as successful, bearing in mind the psychological damage is there, you know, like and not just from Ari Aster's films. They're they're bonkers and brilliant and what a bastard he is (laughs) (laughs) that's my way to put it absolutely um but but some may argue sophomore slump right i'm just saying not not everyone admits them alike so yeah that's true um
0: but uh hell of a sophomore film um definitely well regarded with the critics um it's just the audience that was horribly polarized um, i don't know i it's
1: i love the idea that on his third film which is his most ambitious yet but i was afraid there were literally people there's audio recordings and i don't know if you heard it of i saw this on twitter heard it on twitter of like people saying like like after the credits have rolled, like, oh, he he's, he's, oh man, he's done, he's fucking done in this town, he's done, Like it was like, the person was so incensed by what they'd seen on screen, so shocked, so disappointed, upset, literally afraid of sitting with their feelings of whatever that was. And I think for me, that's where Midsummer in a similar way to hereditary with its meditation on grief and loss mm-hmm. the, the 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 loss of a relationship is something that actually yeah. we unfortunately can all, all connect with because even if even if you think they're the one it's going to happen they're, they're still going to break your heart even if you stay together so um and yeah we 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 begin with a loss of family and Florence Pugh the Pugh Where's, yes. <laughs> where's the uh, justice for Florence, justice for Tony, um, Oscar for Tony, Oscar for fucking Florence Pugh? It'll come. Oh, It'll come. It will. Oh, it will.
0: hell yeah. It's, ah, gosh,
1: she's just so good. She's just, ah, you just want to squeeze her. Uh, it's, no, 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 genuinely, you want to hold her in the way her boyfriend clearly can't. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, honestly, we've we've joked about this before. Best breakup movie ever because the dude's just
1: uh, okay. So it, the double it, bill is this: um, Midsommar, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay, just because okay, you, 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 like that's the that's that's the double feature that, that I'm posting forward because I don't think you can watch another Ari Aster movie after Midsommar, especially if you're at any point Florence Pugh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Danny herself. Um, and uh, but also sometimes we've all been Will Poulter and the other guy, <laughs> you know, like we've all been ourselves. So it's like,
0: yeah, I think thank God for Will Poulter in this movie, because you need some amount of levity in this film.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. it. But, but we, <laughs> we heard this year. Midsommar's a comedy. Oh God. from the word from the from the words from the from the from the mouth of um the director and writer himself, and that's because when I saw midsummer in a theater, me, my flatmate who I had shown hereditary to and it was this was like this was our first ariaaster experience together I was like uh, half a dozen people in the theater it was like mm-hmm. a Wednesday night or something it wasn't like uh, uh but all I'll say is there was Certainly, some people like having their like nachos or whatever, and oh. then uh, and then very early on, the crunching just fucking stops. It's like yeah. it's like <laughs> for 40 minutes in is the gut punch for Hereditary, and Ariaster's like, oh yeah, no, you want to fucking feel you in the bleak midwinter. Oh God. Oh. Yeah murder yep. murder murder suicide <laughs> S- sibling murder suicide uh... that's legit. Murder. No, you know, double murder, suicide. Like that's 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 a spoiler alert for Midsummer. But if, right. you, if, you you yes. if you've
0: joined us uh, here, we are nearly 10 minutes in uh, and haven't figured out that this is a podcast that's going to spoil the shit out of a movie that's been out for uh, what? About four years now. Uh, I, I can't help you. I, I can't help you. Exactly, um,
1: yeah, no. And also, let's be honest, if you unless you end up on a horror journey later in life, if you haven't seen Midsummer by this point in time now, based on the heat death of the universe as it um looms nearer to us and the fact that um people just forget about films. Like I feel like but Bo is afraid to technically have had the space to be the most talked about shit outside of horror circles. But man, that movie didn't didn't, it rubbed people every way. Um, but. Yeah. I was
0: in a theater of, it was a matinee in the middle of the week and there were, well, myself dead center, an older couple off to the side and behind me one or two older folks. And by about hour two, I heard distinct snoring from two different, uh, directions. Um, Unfortunately.
1: One guy left and didn't come back.
0: All right. (laughs) I think it
1: was maybe about the halfway point. I can't remember if it was the forest or not, but there's a, there's a, there's a forest. For lack of a better term, dream sequence symbols afraid, but is the whole film a dream? Who fucking knows at this point? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> I used to run naked and I scream.
0: Um so, but no. Um Bobby Ewing in the shower. Yep. Uh, it's it was all a dream.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um but that's sorry, uh, I'm old. Um, but dude, <laughs> dude, 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 yeah, I'm 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 old at heart and fairly young art as well at the same time so um yeah no no apologies but
0: yeah um that was oh god it just Absurdist surrealism, comedy, horror, sci-fi film. I don't know what to even begin to call it. It's
1: it well, was there it's and Welcome to the podcast within a podcast. Yeah, only place you'll ever be able to hear about until we bring it up again and again and again. As long as Ari Aster is allowed to make motion pictures, this is Murders with Mertens. Bo is afraid. Bo is afraid. Special episode.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah uh, yeah, basically um,
0: when I, in A24 backs a dump truck of money up to Ari Aster's house and says do whatever the hell you want and they never will again
1: and, and, and no, no 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 A24 isn't in the business of bear in mind I watched a great video about A24 recently about you know like why are they, why are they so cool though why are they the fucking best <laughs> I, um, by the way, um, joemedforce.com, um, at joemedforce, um, joemedforce at gmail.com. If anyone from A24 happens to hear this, <laughs> just know this is, this is the, the I'm, I'm not shooting my shot. This is the shot that you want to take and get the three pointer on. That's all I'm saying. Wednesday, July 12th. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, but, uh, basically, oh, don't worry, we'll bring that plug back multiple times. Um. Uh, you know we will. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, um, it, essentially, um, I just think that um, it is. It has always been an overwhelming, incredible experience. All the three times that I've got to do it, and I feel so fucking lucky that I saw Hereditary Midsummer, and I was afraid in theaters. But, like, hereditary stuck with me, midsummer affected me, you know, like it was just it was a very, um, I think the collective expression of feeling, as depicted in midsummer, when it's funny, when it hurts, when it's just fucking weird, is um, you know, I have no mouth, but I must scream as I think right. a lot. Of, of, um, the journey that is, 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 but like legitimately, fuck, that's, that's the fucking movie, people. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think everyone should watch, um, films of this caliber and nature because, um, McDonald's is great. MCU, ba da ba ba ba. Yeah. But you don't, You, you need to open it up because this is, this is a, this is a midsummer is an all timer to me. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. Honestly, people
0: need to uh, take more advantage of the twice yearly, uh, half off criterion sale at Barnes and Noble. You know what I mean? They need to look at some weird ass films from time to time. They need to delve into classics. They need to, you know, you know, not the, this is necessarily the end all be all of cinema,
1: but 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 yeah. If if we're saying this, and one of us, if you're watching the video podcast version, if not, hop over from the audio, just like be like, what's he saying? Why is he doing this? Uh, my face is half covered in blood. I got Waluigi number one behind me, and um Waluigi Car64, and an iMac that I'm sleeping with, and um, you know, whatever that is. So um we are not this is not an elitist thing this is not like a snobbish thing this is not not a, at this all is not, I, we don't work on I anyone's I got guns. Lego
0: Batmobile sitting behind me come on
1: <laughs> I, I I yeah I, 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 I literally I sold Marvel Lego Star Wars Lego sets in box that I had built and just needed to get rid of to get some money they go for good and I'm just like I can get it Pokemon oh, cards you know selling it out of the out of my car boot uh, anyways Yard sale for those across the pond. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just think that variety is a spice of life. Yes. And, um, just,
0: and you're going to get that in spades and is afraid. That's for sure. Including, including a persona demon near the end. Uh, because that's the closest way that I can describe, uh, that particular thing. Um, No spoilers there because the film's relatively new,
1: but, um, no, 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 no. I, um,
0: but yeah, my, my first thought was I fought that thing in mementos.
1: Um, (laughs) no, I, um, I did not, um, I just, the twisted, um, prickish, um, haunted house mirror image of Hereditary and Midsommar in Bo is Afraid and everything else that we know and love and hate and despise and cry and sob and weep and tear and rip and tear and rip into Ariasta because actually it's it's the he's the kid pointing out the dead dogs on the road and sometimes we all felt like that was that was us Mm -hmm. Eventually. Who knows? Um, but I, I, he, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Thank um, you for tuning
1: into the podcast within the podcast. It was Motors with Mertens. Bo was afraid. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, but, but, um, and uh, if, if
0: you weren't excited about seeing Bo's afraid before, well,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah. You tune in Next time where we actually discuss it <laughs> for not three hours, just um, and um i'm really i'm really uh, send send the internet running wild um but yeah uh, m- m- the way the the way midsummer begins and uh, proceeds in a it, in an interesting we 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 practi- oh, actually do we ever leave danny's perspective
0: yeah we we get a few moments of um uh Christian- Hanging out with his, uh, with his bros at the pizza place and, you know, right before he gets the, you know, bad phone call. Um, but yeah, just let's, let's comment first of all on this is a film about a super on the nose man named Christian who is basically, um, raped and sacrificed by a cult of pagans. (laughs)
1: And that's the the back of the Criterion box, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's Uh, right there. Follow the sacrifice of Christian as he is tortured, loved, and ultimately murdered, burned alive inside the carcass of a bear. I don't know why I went like Jeffrey Rush uh, there, but here we are. Uh, Yeah, yeah,
0: there, there were shades of Rush there for sure.
1: But yeah, man, it's...
0: Yeah, that whole beginning is, it's so dark and it's, you know, all dreary and wintry. It just, how how, mu- how jarring is that phone ringing in the Ardor household? Mm-hmm. It, right it when is. they cut from those shots of nature. Yeah.
1: You know what it reminds me of? And this is just because I had it on the background today while I was showering. I don't really ultimately like watching films on my phone. Usually it's a YouTube video, but with my... Bing, bing, jing, brain um, doesn't want to just watch, like, more gaming videos. Um, The World's End. There is a moment where Edgar Wright has them in the sixth pub where they're talking to the Reverend Green Mm -hmm. and the phone rings and it pierces through the sound design. And it's exactly that, the shock of just a phone ringing um, in the midsummer is, um, yeah, it sends a chill down your spine if you didn't have one already. Yeah. 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 And then
0: basically the rest of the film, once we finally, you know, leave the States and head to Sweden, it's almost entirely in daylight. Um, the, the marketing for this film about how it was essentially a horror film set in the daytime, uh, was just perfect. Um,
1: yeah. And, and cinematography-wise, it feels once, if you're watching it in a theatre or with a good screen, doesn't matter the size, heck, even if you're sit laying in bed watching it on your phone, actually, who gives a fuck, your eyes are going to struggle with that light in the same way that they do once mm-hmm. they go under because there's that. I, I think that the... um the turn of a camera, the we're going upside down is a very, um, I love that camera move. Who, do, who yep. doesn't,
0: who doesn't well, love the, knowing. All right. Esther clearly loves that camera move you know, too. You know,
1: because but, I, but I think that he, in the same way that Get out, did it mm-hmm. in the or in a similar way. There's a difference between throwing it in there. Cause you're like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. That flavor's fun. But, it marks that sea change that crossing over Mm -hmm. um uh into um they're already in sweden but it's like the rubicon's crossed past this point and um it will it will blind you it will burn you it will the sun is the sun is one of our favorite things i love the sunshine i've been out in it all day but if you stay in it it will just burn you and that's exactly what happens at the end and um it's um it's 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 modern folk horror done right truly truly right oh, yeah. there's a right or a wrong way but like no it's
0: it's yeah a- absolutely uh modern folk horror done right i i can't imagine a story of this subgenre any more perfectly put together than this one. Uh, because at the end of the day, I mean, it, this was originally supposed to be a slasher, uh, type of film, you know, set around a cult in Sweden. But, you know, Astor took things over and was like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. We're, 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 we're going to make something just a little different. And, wow. uh,
1: was that, was that the, was that the actual genesis of it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, he could, uh, his quote was that he couldn't find his way into that story. Now, there's bits and pieces of Slasher that find their way into this film as people start sort of disappearing and get, you know, picked off. Um, you know, especially the scene with, uh, uh, Josh uh when he's you know taking photos of the Ruby Rodder. Uh, all I can think of is uh Fifth Element and Chris Tucker every time they mention that book.
1: Um oh man uh GDN yeah. Yeah, he does not uh he doesn't get off lightly unfortunately. <laughs> we don't we don't I can't remember if we ultimately see What happens to him? Or is he one of the disappeared?
0: We see his leg.
1: (laughs) That was it. That was it. It was a limb. It was a a Skywalker. It was a... It was a... Yeah. yeah, Well, and then... And
0: he's, you know, tossed into the the yellow building there at the end with the rest of them, too. Uh, You know, he's got... Just a little bit of his body left, but he's mostly just a scarecrow like the rest of them. You know, they're just kind of stuffed. Um, But uh, yeah, uh, you get the bit with uh, Connie uh, where she's clearly being attacked and you get the reactions of everybody to her scream. Um, That's. Yeah, I, I think clearly she only screamed the one time, but, you know, you get the cuts of everybody reacting to it. And that's fun. Um, but we never see what happens to um, what's what's Connie's fiance's name? Uh, is it Simon? It's not super these, important. Are these
1: are all just names to me, but yes, it is Simon. I'm on the Wikipedia okay. page okay. and um, because of but, course I am. Yeah.
0: But I mean, he's clearly still, well, maybe not still alive when um Christian finds him in his uh blood eagle
1: state. Yep. They, they, he ran into my knife Yep. times.
0: That the blood whole eagle. blood eagle thing with his lungs still pumping away. Um now, that could just be Christian on the drugs, but um, because there's a lot of stuff that likes to uh, just pulse away in this movie.
1: Let's start this portion of the podcast with <laughs> the fact that Jack Raynor, Christian in Midsummer, is also the older brother, slightly longer-haired in the motion picture phenomenon that is Sing Street. And he says, oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and he says, and he says the words these words no woman can ever truly love a man who listens to Phil Collins and um i uh i just wanted to remind you of that before we tell you that um the last time i watched midsummer um we had mushroom tea and um it was It was something I wanted to do ever since I first saw it in the theatre, but unfortunately, even in England, they don't actually serve mushroom tea at the the fucking movies. So, um, man, those swirls. the I'm sure that was an experience. (laughs) No, no, genuinely. Actually really being able to appreciate the the swirling trees the faces that are made in the background of some of these shots which you notice and you think it's a problem you think there's something wrong with the movie and then you realize that the perspective has never been lost um your your danny still and i would argue that from beginning to end just because we're not following danny you know it's not the last of us um uh or Resident Evil 4, more accurately. Um, or even Resident Evil 2, the remake. But Best Resident Evil movie, Paul WS Anderson, Resident Evil 2, also known as I think Literally Apocalypse. Um but anyways, I can't um, remember for sure, but I, I enjoyed the first two of his, two, Quite, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We we have yet to watch the final chapter. It's gonna be a slog. I still <laughs> love the, the Matrix like Glass Doss of the, the Wesker, like that, that. was fucking dumb. But no, yeah, oh yeah. I think I think it's mainly like the yeah, anyway.
0: But you oh, can't discount just... how much money those films have made.
1: <laughs> and also, also, they're based on Resident Evil. It ain't Citizen Kane. The idea that people would watch like a B movie recreation of like jill valentine like riding in on a fucking motorcycle wearing that fucking skirt with the bob yeah (laughs) who cares about alice who cares about you know like uh mia Mia jovovich is paul ws anderson's wife and hell yeah he's gonna be putting her in movies as the main person lila Lou for life um
0: (laughs) Lilu Dallas Montepas. Uh,
1: I, I think I think <laughs> we all I think we all take adaptations of anything too seriously. Like if they if, if if the actual last of us adaptation had actually turned out to be is a form of substitute sub, subterfuge, that SNL skit where it's like gritty Mario Kart. It was right. like the, best, the last of us, and it's like the blue shell's been hunting us for days. You know, um, I I would have loved it because every all the gamers would have been so very very upset. Um anyways. Um yeah, the long story short is um Art oh, Damn, Jack Rayner, What Range, and Oh yeah.
0: The, I, I, I love how much he wanted to be just humiliated and and embarrassed, or rather his character, how he pushed for it. It's uh, it
1: it's works. That, it's that it's that like, you know, please forgive me, um headphone listeners, audio listeners. Watchers, viewers, that clap. Which even, even so, it, they probably even blocked it out because these mics are just they're, they're born <laughs> this way. They do, um, but but yeah, man. Someone's literally like, wake the fuck up, and he's like, and he's so he's so wrapped up in everything that's him. Oh yeah, and not, and actually. it just makes
0: him spiral even more.
1: <laughs> no, it really the it is a. It is, it is such a gradual downward spiral, this film, like from Danny sitting on that hill. And I think that w- her sister's face in that mirror, mm-hmm. the phantom of her behind her in red. Yep. When Danny literally has a panic attack and runs in there, like just all of it. And uh, then
0: runs out in the best Evil Dead homage ever. It's... I love the pulsing pounding music as she's running through that woods. It's so much fun.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. And I don't think I ever even considered it to be an evil dead homage. That's how, how much you're, I think if you open yourself up to it, you will be with this movie. um, mm-hmm. Perhaps in a way that you weren't with hereditary because that is uh. That's a that's like a, you know, this kind of like Beetlejuice model village, you know, yeah, like like literally hereditary is that, and Ariaster is Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetle, sorry Beetle Beetle guys, Beetle guys, Beetle guys, that voice, that voice, that voice, um, eh, Midsummer is where they say. You know that Simpsons, uh, the alien from like well, whichever you know the uh, oh Kodos and Crane. <laughs> no, 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 not not the not the bickering ones, but like oh. you no, know, or, or is it or is it Mr. Burns when he's like a spectre alien? He's like, and Homer immediately goes, "That's fucking Ariaster." As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> like it's just it's just that, like, yeah. You know, it's like I can't be. Uh, it, it, because that is the whiplash experience of um, watching any of these films and then you just have to sit with those emotions oh yeah and, until, until the next thing jolts you back and uh, and, and and legitimately it is um, and, it, and it just makes you tilt your head Michael Myers style you know, you're like wow, where mm-hmm. are we going? Oh, yeah, you are
0: experiencing something in an Ari Aster film. It's, you know, and then just how much you have to let it marinate with yourself for days, weeks, however long afterwards. I'm still trying to come to terms with Bo's Afraid, honestly. <laughs> and it's been more than a month. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. There's some really great match cuts in this film. You know, uh, you got the perfect one where Danny's freaking out in the boy's apartment, and she has to run off to the restroom. And you get the overhead shot where she steps into the restroom, and it's the restroom on the plane. And then later in the film, you got Josh... Uh in the daylight, sitting on his bed and it just snaps to him at night and it just there's some cool stuff going on with those cuts.
1: Uh, okay, okay. So essentially think about it like this. I forgot that there's literally, of course, all the 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 Beetlejuice uh um, Beetle Guys Beetlejuice um models, of course, that Tony Collette's doing. Sure. This is this is the film where Ariasta says Let's let's go. Let's go to the fucking woods. And then he just (laughs) like takes you on the journey through the woods and he's got it on the wooden plank like in Evil Dead, except he's taking his time with it and he's showing you in the bleak midwinter, your sister will kill herself and both your parents. Isn't love grand? And then you just, you're kind of like. Veering through it because like genuinely it's summer of the musical. It's um, yeah, yeah. You you but you do it there is a musical quality quality to the exploration oh yeah. of just void, 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 panic, depression, sad the depths of how shit fucking life can be legitimately.
0: And it doesn't help when you're getting gaslit by your significant other through the entire stint of this film. It's
1: <laughs> Christian, Jack Rayner, we loved you in Sick Stream, but you're breaking our hearts. Like, oh my God, I, I can't even with this guy from the moment I was also, if, if, if Don't be friends with anyone who's like, oh, Christian was right. Like, no, no, no. He he was not doing but also nope. I but what I will say for this as well is that if you're in your mid twenties, early twenties, and a, like, there's a detachment in his performance, but also a he feels powerless. But he he's there. Danny isn't alone, but he 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 cannot engage with her emotions and even comfort her. He's He's not. He's not. He's not. There is no comfort. It is yeah. just. It is he, abject disconnection. It's pulse.
0: Like he knows all the marks that he needs to hit. He knows what he's supposed to be doing, but he's just not a fully formed enough person to be what she needs. And
1: but But, but also like, I think there is a capacity to deal with stuff and not, but it's like, he also doesn't have the ability to say what he really thinks and feels. We know this as he later on, oh yeah, no, I'd love to do it on the Haga too. He can't, he doesn't have his own thoughts and feelings that he's strong enough. He's on the fence the entire time. He's like sitting Mm -hmm. on the fence and eventually it impales him. Um, And uh, it is, that detachment is real too. Like those feelings are valid. Like he's not, he's, he's not a villain. He's a human fucking being, as Danny is, as all of them are. Like, it, 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 I think that there is there are strange um, qualities to Ariaster's films, but I don't feel as though he has when when characters are human, he writes. Directs them and there and gets performances from them and knows who's going to give them. Where it's like, maybe I didn't just see a fucking uh, person in this uh, community jump down off of a fucking white cliff.
0: Yeah, and, uh, uh, let's and, talk about that scene for a little bit.
1: Yes, um, yes, 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 yes.
0: And uh, holy you, crap.
1: Smoking. Uh this has been your regularly scheduled intermission. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Let's. Uh. Let's. It's probably bright. We'll just leave it that for now. Um. So yeah. Um, That's I okay. Would, that
0: that that works really well with
1: uh in this
0: film in general.
1: Um, um, I, I I would I would also like a copy of that tape from the past, like. 2 3 minutes um can i uh, can i if i um contact um, youtube.com slash murders with mertens and um <laughs> go to um essentially joe mertens on twitter um can i get a copy of the tape Do, if i like follow you i like share and subscribe murders with mertens um podcast services all around the world um yeah you, you got me with the tape right yeah you'll send it to me I, I think we
0: may actually have that uh i don't know if i can make that happen on vhs uh i <laughs>
1: <but> <laughs> we'll work out the details later yeah so, um, absolutely so, um so so when we last um um when we were last watching Midsummer, um uh we were at uh wake wake up and watch old people and their lives. Yeah. Uh, well, as part um, of all the celebrations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you get
0: that scene um where they're all uh you know going to bed the evening prior and they're talking about what they're going to be doing the next day. And there's this very knowing look on Josh's face, um, except he's thinking this isn't going to be the real deal. Um, Nobody is. Um, But uh, ultimately, yeah, in this society, uh, once you hit 72, it's time to end that life and uh, sacrifice yourself. And, uh, well, This is like Danny's awakening at this point. She doesn't think it is, but uh, she thinks she's just going to have another panic attack and flee. But no, you can see it in her face as all of this is happening. It's, um, It's a
1: lot. It really is. And I think that. So my granddad is 95 okay and like 95 years old and so every week or two when we go to sunday lunch like you know I, I go i go pick them up in my car take them to my parents place we all live fairly local and it's amazing ever since um uh granny had a stroke uh early pandemic had to go into a care home and unfortunately passed away you know uh, a year or so ago um I've become closer with my granddad than I ever have been. But there's some weeks I see him and I know that he may well not be alive to see my movie, right? You know, to sit with me at the premiere and fall asleep during it. I hope because it's not really for him. (laughs) He's a reverend. He's a retired, he's a retired priest, man of God. And, um, he's one of the coolest motherfuckers I know. Um, I love you granddad. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think some, that's cool, there. man. I mean, it's so, so basically I, I see him, I see him struggle. I help him <laughs> get into my car, which isn't like some, you know, like, you know, fucking like big truck. And I'm like, I don't want to get to that age. Like, like, I just, and I, and I, and I bet there's some days where he is living the way he has to live, which is alone a lot of the time. But he's got help now, and it's like, you know what? I don't know. He would never tell me, but if I, if it was me, I know I'd be like, I'm gonna jump off this fucking cliff. (laughs) I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna step forward. Like, it's because you, you, uh, I, I, I honestly think that, um. If you are of sound mind, and when I say that, I mean this, me. If you say, I don't want to live like this anymore because it hurts too much, then you should be given that right. You know, like, it's just, uh, and that is something which is so hard for Western culture to understand. UK included. Because, because all we do is, dude. Like dude I'm from
0: Michigan, the home of Jack Kevorkian. It's, um, yeah, it's a very difficult idea for people to wrap their heads around. Uh,
1: like, like my my uncle Gerard, who lives in Kalamazoo, Michigan. He doesn't sound 88. I'll tell you that much. His voice yeah. silky smooth. The, the 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 voice for 40-something years of, um, uh, screw it, basically, the college they have there, um, WMU. Um, yep, Western. Western. Yep. The voice of Western Michigan University radio, Gerard McLeod. Okay. And he is still... Like retired, obviously, you know, he's got those silky smooth tones. He looks like Cary Grant if he was still with us. And um <laughs> he, sat and he and he sounds like, you know, James Earl Jones um grew up in Michigan, you know. Um but that's Geron McLeod. And um even and he is at the point where it's just like I went into the bathroom when they were visiting recently and it's like I've never seen so many orange orange mm-hmm. prescriptions, you know? And um, you know what? I, I think that that you you calling it Danny's Awakening is incredible to me because it's like, you know, yeah. Like you you get was, Connie was, and uh, she is she is horrified, but she can't look away. Oh yeah, everybody
0: else is either you know retching or you get Connie and Simon like shouting at everybody to stop, and you know, it, it's but she's transfixed. Uh, also, shout out in this scene to a little bit of foreshadowing of the uh, the um, um, the, the blood eagle. Uh, it's not the same person that it happens to, but you've got Josh standing there having his little whatever about what is happening, and the plant behind him is like the perfect set of wings. It's um, I don't yeah. know, it stuck out like a sore thumb to me. Uh, oh.
1: I, I, I never honestly even have seen that in the three times I've seen this film now, three or four
0: at least. Um, and you also got to realize in an Ari Aster film, almost everything is intentional. There is very little that isn't. So,
1: no, 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 no I'm no, sure I, that was planned. I, um, I, I honestly, I honestly think that the idea that people like everyone's got intent no matter what film it is intent Mm -hmm. is there from transformers rise of the beasts (laughs) to fast x to spider-man across the spider-verse to um uh 2024 best picture winner i was afraid um Um Razzie noms out the fucking wazoo I'm wait. sure <laughs> I know that if when when if and when Bo is the phrase nominate for razzzis Astor is gonna be like we fucking did it boys um, yeah. because because you know I would be um and I think that um actually as completely fucked and difficult to watch as. The movie's been up to that point. You're feeling something, even if you actually want to walk out and not watch anymore. Mm-hmm. You're either going to feel sick, or you're not going to be able to look away. And that's, I think, ultimately, um, like by that point, by that point in any motion picture, because what we're at least an hour, hour and thirty in, if not, yeah, it's yeah, it's, we're. we're... We're an hour. Yeah, yeah. Um and and, and, it, and it and it's and it the director's cut scooches close to three hours. Mm-hmm. Like, by that point, the the first the the first fifth of that movie, the first frames of that film, the first scene that you experience in midsummer, you know if you're in or you're out. And if you're yeah. out, you're out, and that's okay. But
0: now I understand maybe, um yeah. I understand people being critical of the film at this point. Like, why are these people still there? Why didn't they all get up and leave at this point? And that's just, well, first of all, it's a horror film, and you're not going to have a plot if people
1: make reasonable decisions, right? No, no, no. no, um, no. But also, um, they are stranded in the middle of nowhere in a foreign country where they know no one except the people who have brought them there. Yep. yeah, um, and, and 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 they don't need to show an escape attempt. They don't need to. They they don't have to. They don't have to. There's no Blair Witch scene, right? There's no like running through the forest and you know <laughs> you know uh, Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest. Please don't <laughs> kill me, Chris, Scandinavian cold. Um That we don't need it, and you know we don't need it, and it doesn't matter. Like I think contrivances and. I love I love the way people watch horror films sometimes and like Well, why didn't they just fucking call them on their cell phone or they just hung up the phone and scream? What Do you
0: you honestly think you'd have service out there?
1: Movie, (laughs) movie, movie's fucking done. Don't need scream five, don't need scream six, they just don't pick up the phone. Who the fuck cares?
0: Yeah, yeah. Those are people that have no joy in life, do they?
1: I know because Scream Five and Six are two of my favorite films of recent years. I love them so much. It "Oh, they're a ton of fun." Oh, riot ready or not, Um, So uh, yeah, you kind of just have this, and it is um, as delicious as it is devastating. Um, yeah, and uh, and then you only go further in as the cult is explored by William Jackson Harper, by Will Poulter in his way, and by (laughs) Christian and
0: don't piss on the ancestral log. Um, (laughs) Yes, nice Ren and Stimpy shout out there.
1: Um, (laughs) Dude, don't do it. Don't take a pee there. I know you're really British, but still don't fucking do it. Actually, I think Will Poulter is one of those actors who has fooled me I always think he's British and actually he wasn't necessarily in Game of Fucking Thrones was he, no he is British yeah, oh fuck he's (laughs) one year younger than me, look at what he's done oh okay <laughs> he first gained recognition for his role as Eustace Scrub in the fantasy adventure film The Chronicle of Narnia The Voyage oh, of the Dawn God. Treader that is the excerpt on Will Poulter's Google About and that is fucking hilarious to me because no one remembers that he was Eustace Scrub in the fantasy adventure film The Chronicle of Narnia The Voyage of the Dawn Treader
0: let alone the film itself
1: my favourite <laughs> ah yes <laughs> Oh, oh, I love Will Poulter. He was, oh my God, did you see him in the new Guardians movie? Oh, We're the Millers. Right. Riot. And, uh, oh, Midsummer. Oh my God, he's such a fucking dick. But actually, I loved him best as his role in Eustace Scrub and the fantasy adventure film, The Chronicles of the Narnia, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Really, I think he needed, he needed to be more recognized for it. And I did that because, you know, when you get a, oh, it, I don't, there's no spiders around here, but like, Oh uh, uh uh Charlie horse. Is that is that that's the that's the terminology, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I just call it I just call it an ah fuck me, I'm trying to talk about motion pictures. What the fuck? Why would you do that to me, leg? So yeah. Anyway, nope, uh-oh.
0: nope. It's a traitor. Uh <laughs>
1: yeah, no, definitely, yeah, no. Fucking, you know, kill it. I um I genuinely think that there is a lull in the second act of Midsummer, where you you might start to feel the length of the film, yeah, a- and, and yeah, I could see that, and 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 I felt it, but also I think it's because I felt the weight of it, and there is a a breath breathing collective. That is shared by the Hager, and it is a. It's like the wind, right? Mm-hmm. And I think actually, if you think about it from that perspective, and look at, and take yourself outside of our lead characters, the Americans. <laughs> Just bring so yourself in there. <laughs> if you take, if you let yourself be in Europe, in and and look, and and look at them. You know, Simon and Connie, very British names as well. Um, yes. <laughs> Connie Huck. Connie Huck. Have you ever heard of Connie Huck? No. Um... One of the most bangable blue Peter presenters of all time. At any rate, Connie Huck, I hope you're well. How's the fam? So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that
0: that's the one that'll get clicked out that'll blow up like crazy. Um <laughs> but uh
1: especially especially if we choose to cut it with the children's television show, you know, like just fucking put that on the talk. You know, just sort of like bam, 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 bam. Anyways. Um, yeah. Um back to The, um, you know, we've, we've, we've scored and we have, um, drank of, um, the mushroom tea and also witnessed horrific acts of, um, cyclical ceremonial self-sacrifice.
0: And at that point, don't you wish you watched Austin Powers with the kids?
1: (laughs) It's so
0: fucking random when uh, I I can't remember. I can't remember the character's name. Yeah, the kids are going to go watch Austin Powers. Do you want to join them? I, I was talking with friends yesterday about how if we were to go off and start our own little commune and everything, you know, that that's uh, where you have to really enjoy uh, being a collector of physical media because <laughs> you're going to need it.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, oh, the currency, the fucking currency that is, oh, this is in, you know, when you... Join us, come on! Like <laughs> if you get that and you've got a Blu-ray player, or even fuck it, just a DVD player. Let's be honest, DVDs the peak, standard definition, not that bad. Ultimately, I watched The Hills Have Eyes the other night, the remake. It's mm-hmm. A bit much. <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't quite feel the same way I wanted to, but I haven't seen Good Tension, so you know maybe I'll go take on me alexandra aha uh-huh. um yeah I'm so just, um, th- th-
0: there's a perfect time period of uh you know right around 2003 2004 up till almost 2010 where people were experimenting with a lot of uh, digital video cameras and the mm-hmm. quality of the picture is absolute shit and if you happen to own that on DVD there's no reason to own a 4K <laughs>
1: as it's I, always going to look the same i uh that's, no, no that's it though i'm right there with you that actually i no one's got a 4k screen and if you do you got more money than cents put some of it to charity like an actual an 8k screen cut it in half and then and then and then sell it and, and do some good in the world because you don't need it. Go to the fucking movies. Please do support this dying, dying fucking star. <laughs> yeah. Is the theater going experience for films like Hereditary Midsummer, And Bo is afraid they're playing our Yaster off because he's fellating the microphone again. <laughs> again. Um, you know.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah, oh God, oh God, it's happening.
1: Um. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I can actually fit my whole fist in my mouth, but that's for my next trick. So um, there you go. Yeah, I do not understand um uh, this movie. You know, it's a, it's a real head scratcher. But no, where were we in the plot, 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 everybody? I mean,
0: we've been jumping around quite a bit, actually, but... Uh, I
1: love, it I, I love mean, it, I love it, I love it. But be- ultimately... Be- be- Key thoughts, feelings. Yeah, I,
0: you get the lovely dream sequence um, where she thinks everybody's abandoning her and taking off in the middle of the night, and doesn't she see her sister in the car as well? Um, mm-hmm. I think she does.
1: Um, to be honest, you get- she, she she probably does, and I I didn't even. Yeah, it's a lot.
0: But yeah, you get the exhaust coming out of her mouth as well before she snaps awake. It's um oof. Yeah. Uh what else about Danny? Danny, I, I wanted to bring up how Danny's she grows in this film, obviously. She achieves catharsis. That's one of the big things in this film. Um, but starting off, I mean, she's she's just a fucking pleaser, right? that's all she does she lives to make other people happy at her own sacrifice and she lets people walk all over her and convince uh, her to do all sorts of shit that she doesn't want to do you know like when they first uh, get to the field and they're going to do mushrooms and she doesn't want to at first and then you know christian at first, it's like, okay, yeah, well, I'll wait. I'll I'll wait, and you know, we'll do it together. And then he lets his buddies bully him into doing it at the same time, which in turn makes him bully her into doing it at the same time. And then she has a horrible trip.
1: Um, I I I, th- I honestly think that. Um, I honestly think this. I honestly think that. I did that a couple of times already. The communication between those you live with, like, love, just just genuinely. Relationships are fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Relationships are really, really tough. Maintaining communication between two people is a challenge and it always will be if you want to keep that connection there but it's it's like Danny is not capable of um of putting herself first because she's she's staring into the void and can't look away mm-hmm. and Christian is should should have honestly like they, they, their relationship shouldn't have progressed to the point it did, but you can't go back, and it's like they're both there, and then there's that, that moment is Yeah um, Yeah, you sort of, kind of I
0: mean, it, you I see how she's like a perfect mark for this uh, this commune this uh, society, this uh, in that she is so willing to be molded into what anybody else wants her to be
1: mm-hmm. I think that the narrative art for Florence Pugh in *Midsummer* is finally taking agency. The mm-hmm. face that we see her pull fast forward to the end of the movie yeah. is actually one of... I could get used to this. Mm -hmm. And it can be read in so many different ways. But actually. But it's
0: her like embracing the idea of being, you know, a queen, even though it's kind of a queen for a day type thing. Um, Uh,
1: No, 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 no. That's her new family, man. That's it. That's it. She is.
0: I don't know because there's a good number of days left in this festival. I want to see what happens after those credits uh, stop rolling
1: over the next several days. Mid mid summer two, um, uh, <laughs> Danny's revenge. <laughs> I know hydrokinetic boogaloo. You know, like um, I honestly think that um, you could see like the kind of. Uh, Like, Danny's head going from here, Mm -hmm. facing upwards, smiling, and, you know, like... uh, You just go under with her. You see how much lower we can go. And I... Now I'm thinking about it, I actually just want that movie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i want to see i want to see the may queen <laughs> be the killer queen you know babysitter 2 killer queen <laughs> underrated <laughs> G, baby charlie's angels for life the baby's uh, oh, my favorite netflix movies yeah, it's um, tomorrow. Weaving is 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 is, oh, is 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 a delight, and she's so perfect. I've, and as where, where she was before or during Ready or Not, I actually no, I think it was a couple of years before. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. Uh, it's great. Um, so um midsummer is actually a difficult movie to talk about which is probably why i'm going on so many tangents because <laughs> if you if you truly if you truly 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 delve deep into this movie i wrote an article that is no longer online but i think i do have a copy of um where i began to explore how much horror was helping me process my mental health and my emotions and why all of a sudden I'd gone from may the force be with you. I love star Wars. I love superheroes. I love escapism. Actually introspection is what you, is what you get with Ari Aster.
0: Mm-hmm. With a lot of horror in general, it's uh, that's why you hate to hear about this uh, mental health and horror documentary that's like imploding. Uh, Have you heard about this thing? Uh, Big Kickstarter. I know tons of people involved with it, and. A, who knows if it'll ever see the light of day. Some people are thinking this Kickstarter was something of a scam. I, I don't know all the details, but...
1: Uh, but of and horror, a documentary, is that... Mm-hmm,
0: that's the one. And I, I know, um, like, uh, Prince uh, Jackson, uh, I know he was actually interviewed for it. He's still hopeful that the thing's going to come out someday, but... Uh, yeah, man. Horror in general is, there's so much going on that your typical film critic just does not see because it doesn't fit into this neat little box. It, that's why I'm a big fan of people who are actually fans of a specific genre being the ones who do the damn review for an outlet. Because all somebody's going to do if they don't like a specific genre is shit on the ways that it doesn't conform to what they see as a good film.
1: No, no, no. And that's it. I think that perspective is ultimately valid as well, um, because it's not for everyone. Oh, no. It, no it, absolutely. It, and, and, and if you... Right now, watching or listening to this, wherever you are, find a mirror and just look. Just look into the mirror and stare at yourself, which is what is happening when I'm looking down. And just like truly look at yourself and see how uncomfortable you get in 30 seconds. Because actually, it's really fucking tough to look in the mirror for longer than that. If you don't think you're God's gift, you know? <laughs> and, um, uh, and, and, and I think that's the same it, it, it is holding a mirror up to your soul and then telling people about it mm-hmm. is, 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 um, I really hope this mental health and horror documentary comes out because actually, oh me I think, too. I, I, been- I don't. I, I'm hearing about it just today, but in another life, I would I would be the guy making it, you know. And 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 uh, I, but yeah, I I honestly uh, yeah, um, not to like you know uh, like the slash through the fourth wall. How long have we been recording for, Joe? Uh,
0: Looks like between the two parts, slightly more than an hour.
1: Cool. Um, How do you feel about going through the rest of the movie, you, and I'll pick up on your thoughts and interject my own. And then um, when yeah. we when we when we when we're done with the the things we still want to talk about in the film, um, we uh, round. We, you know, swing your partner round and round. Five, six, <laughs> seven, eight. My boots scooting, baby is driving me crazy. My obsession for a western dance for days. My rodeo Romeo, cowboy guy from head to toe, gonna make you mine. Better get in line. Five, six, seven, eight. And um, we call it a day
0: sounds like a solid plan
1: beautiful Um, beautiful beautiful.
0: i mean just like even looking at the plot listed out here on like wikipedia um you know obviously we've got the murder suicide at the beginning incredibly brutal yes (laughs) yeah mike definitely cut that out um
1: (laughs) The visual, though, the visual, though. Um, yeah. Um, no, I am. I, um, I, I, I,
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, brutal start to this film. And then you think, again, like we talked about before, all the marketing of this film being a horror film set in the daylight, right? And then you think as you're starting this movie, is Astro just trolling us? It's it's all at night. It's all in the winter. What
1: the hell? Um, I, I, I honestly, I uh, it was, it was so interesting. I tried, I watched that first trailer, and then did not watch anything else. And the same for *Bo* is afraid before I went to see it, and the same for *Hereditary* without even trying to. And I think ultimately, if *Age 24* is putting it on a big screen, long story short is, if you're still listening. Is there anyone out there? <laughs> Please give me a sign. Um. Then it, it live and breathe it. If you want to do that, watch every trailer, every teaser, every marketing piece. Buy the fucking t-shirt. Write the theme tunes <laughs> things that. You enjoy it your way, but I think enjoy it your way after you've watched it, going in knowing as little as possible. The the. The Down Under Hand movie, whatever the fuck that one's called that's coming out. Oh, that
0: looks really interesting,
1: but I don't want to know anything about it until
0: I get to see it. Um, God, what's it called? Uh, I can't think. But it looks looks cool as hell, right? Hold on. (laughs) God, what is that movie called? It's... um... I am so blanking on that. Um, Yeah, nothing like dead air in the middle of a podcast, but this is me looking on my phone. Shit, what is that movie called?
1: so um <laughs> yeah uh basically uh just uh no uh i i that's the nice thing Ari Asta is trolling you and he's doing it he's fallen with style Buzz like you you know right
0: <laughs> yeah um it 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 feels like you're in the wrong movie in the beginning of this film. And wow, uh, you thought Tony Collette could wail through grief. Oh, y- you weren't ready for the pew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> her wailing that Christian can hear from the street as he approaches her apartment.
1: I mean uh, it is Yeah, it 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 cuts right through you in the same way that um that phone the, in the, the beginning, the, yeah. yeah. That phone in the beginning <laughs> and the I'm just going out to get some supplies scream from Tony Collette that happens off screen. Um and every time that Joaquin Phoenix, best actor winner, bow is Afraid of <laughs> 2024 screams and runs naked through the woods and the city and the fucking apocalypse. Like, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. That same, it's, that same, it's that same scream, isn't it? It's that same scream. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's a brutal start to this film, and not not the least of which is seeing her sister's you know dead face with a, an a, basically an exhaust pipe duct taped to her face and vomit everywhere and dead eyes. It's it's pretty
1: brutal. Um. Yeah, not the one, not the one. Uh, we're, uh, Alex, we're going to go for not the fucking one um, for, for, for five, Alex. Thanks very much.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, clearly she's destroyed. Um, and we get the title cards and all that fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, we just, we were very, very easily introduced to what a dirtbag
1: Christian is. Yeah. Um, um, he is just a bag. He's empty. He is he's has yeah. dirt in there for sure. But also, it's like he can't—he can't—he's looking through the bag because yeah. he thinks it's full of stuff, and he can't find anything. And he certainly doesn't want to show it to you. You know? Yeah. Like, that's that's that's
0: it. Is and like he's empty. He can't even figure out what he's going to do his dissertation on. He. <sighs>
1: And, and, and he has to
0: copy somebody else's.
1: Hey, hey, hey! Idea, I guess it's. Um... You remember? Do you remember the guy who I forget the name of now, who had a substantial YouTube following, worked for, and then ended up being a host on the Nintendo Voice Chat podcast? Like he was their new Nintendo guy this was a few years back, and.
0: Oh yeah, the guy who was plagiarizing um, reviews. Yes, I, I can't think of the guy's name, but I know it, it all blew up
1: around the release of Dead Cells, right? IGN Dead Cells plagiarism. YouTuber Boomstick Gaming. Um, this made the BBC motherfucking news. <laughs> BBC.co.uk forward slash news technology four five 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 error 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 error.
0: And I remember right before all that shit blew up him being on kind of funny when they were doing a stream for Mario, Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis. Tennis, 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 Tennis. Wasn't that the birth of Johnny Ace too? <laughs> it may have been. What is the name crap. of this guy? Why is his name... I guess he's just been scrubbed from the internet. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, Much like we can't figure out the name of the Australian horror movie with the hand thing.
1: uh, Who cares? But also Alex Pay, Boomstick Gaming YouTube, the guy who was plagiarized, um, said his ideal outcome did not include the IGN writer losing his job. As for the writer, this was his first video review for IGN. It is slightly understandable to seek knowledge from someone who has done multiple reviews before, but it should not have been replicated in this manner. I foster no ill will towards him and do not encourage the firing of this gentleman. I have been unemployed for six months now and would not wish this burden on anyone. I do not know much about the writer, but hopefully he finds a career soon. That guy had a wife and fucking kids. I remember, like, Hmm. his his apology video, and I remember being on the side of what a fucking bag of shit. How dare you? You're a Nintendo guy. You got to be the Nintendo guy for IGN. Play Mario Tennis Aces with Johnny Fucking Ace. Like, kind of <laughs> funny, man. Lily Salvador, a bell of the ball of the internet, and formerly of IGN and Nintendo Voice Chat, one of the biggest. Juan Luigi Number One stands on the internet. She was there with him. They were friends, mm-hmm. and they're not friends anymore. But also, it hurt her. Like. I, uh, yeah, and, I, 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 uh, and 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 also, Boomstick Gaming has an Army of Darkness poster behind him, alongside Dark Souls three, and <laughs> it looks like a poster of uh, there's a PlayStation four game, and I think it's Bloodborne on his shelf. Like this is like a video, uh, like a still from. He's uh, been on YouTube since two thousand six, and began to, began to find a following in twenty eighteen. I think he probably found a following a bit before twenty eighteen. Um. Uh, anyways, um no uh my point is is that um every character's thoughts, deeds and actions, words, and um beautiful dirty rich um horrific terrifying terrified actions um they're understandable but we've we've all been in a position where it's like The fucking paper's due. Like, uh, that anxiety sucks. It's the night before, and you're fucking pounding energy drinks because you want to graduate. Like, I can't blame him for trying to steal someone else's idea. He went about it the wrong way. He could have just said, Oh, yeah. Hey, man, I would love. I don't want to yuck on your nap, but now it's just like the communication and the community.
0: Yeah, he, he went about it in an incredibly shitty way. Um,
1: but yeah. also I sometimes it is better to beg forgiveness than ask permission in that in that kind of scenario. Because actually, maybe you feel as though if you open up that conversation with the person, they would never say yes. You know, like you might have that fear overriding you. It's just like actually William Jackson Harper doesn't want to even hear what I have to say because I think so low of myself. Um I do not identify with fucking Christian. Um but I do <laughs> but but what I do is I feel and wish for and have literally wanted the Haga around me crying with me. Sobbing. Feeling that emotion that I cannot scream out of my own soul after witnessing the person who I thought was there to support me drugged up, fucked up, doing the wrong shit with anyone. A like yeah, yeah, that is the emotional crux of Midsummer for me is that moment uh, Danny w- welcomed into the family. Mm-hmm. They clothed, they've, cl- they've clothed her, they've fed her, they've 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 given her a place to sleep. Yep, they have embraced her without ever touching her and hugging her and saying it's going to be okay. I I I know what you're going through. <laughs> yeah. More than Christian ever does at the beginning of oh, the because yeah. he because he can't do it.
0: Wow. Yeah, I I can't remember who made this point. Um so I can't shout them out, but uh you know, just the fact that you look at her wardrobe throughout, you know, basically the first uh 3 quarters of the film, uh it's all baggy and ill-fitting. And it just,
1: it's, it's, it's blue, it's blues and grays. She doesn't yep. feel, she does not feel pretty exactly because of where, where she is in life before. Yeah, it's,
0: it's probably what you would be wearing if you were in a deep depression because of your sister's murder, suicide of your family. No, but that's where she is before the phone
1: call before like yeah she is actually wearing one of those yeah like 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 because she is emailing her sister and mm-hmm. and trying to be there for someone who is too far gone i'm like fuck fuck it, whether it's someone you met in the street and you vibe with them and you had a chat and you were like hey let's hang out some another time if you start getting those fucking messages but if it's actually your sis if it's your family yeah that is don't lives at home yeah. And, um, I think that that, hey, here comes the sun. <laughs> here comes the sun. But
0: again, day. Christian's it's such a right. fucking dirtbag that he's like, you know, you're letting her walk all over you. You're letting her do this to you. It's, if he, if she hadn't called him and listened to him and let him talk her into, you know, just waiting for a response, she probably would have called the fucking cops at some point. And there's a possibility her parents at
1: least would still be alive. Oh, I had the boom mic. That's okay. Hold on.
0: <laughs> nope, we could still hear you.
1: No, no, it's just, I just need to bring it, like... Have we got this? Yeah. Um, oh, this movie is a lot, and um, <laughs> yeah. I recommend I recommend that you have someone who can just cuddle you if you, you know, if you... Man, sorry, hold on, it wasn't in the frame. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like, uh, you know, just like hold the boom arm and... If your arm stopped her, just know it's still got you, you know? Um, and basically. Um, Somebody can
0: be that harga for you.
1: <laughs> like, don't know, but we all need a fucking harga, man. We yeah. need a hug. We all need a hug. And we all need a harga. Sometimes, actually. Yup. You know those days where actually you just. It doesn't matter if you deal with anxiety, depression, or anything. Like, if you don't have those extreme emotions, you, you know, we all have bad fucking days. And someday oh, yeah. you just want to roll the car windows down and be like, I'm not, uh, yeah. <laughs> And that's okay. That's okay. But actually, it's much better when you've got someone in the car next to you fucking belting it out because it means something to them too. And you both yeah. feel it when you sing it. Like, um, I, and I, and I, and I think that. Um. Uh, hell, Danny, Danny, Danny was meant to dance to her death, and actually, she found life. She found light. Um, and that's exactly what happens. The movie starts in the darkest place possible, and then burns the goddamn house right down. And it's and it's and and, and it's and and, 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 uh, and you know the future's bright. Future's Florence Pugh, you know it's uh, it's just
0: it's just it's You're just goddamned she, right. It is.
1: She she, she 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 is crowned a May Queen of um, uh, gender stereotypes, and um, uh, she cackles and laughs and maniacally welcomes the fire to the bear that has been on her back all this fucking time, and just says, "Oh nay nay." You will not judge me for showing off my fucking body. Get fucking wrecked. Oh! Um, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh, she's, uh, she's a powerhouse. Also, yeah. the Florence Pugh musical must be in the works because she can fucking sing, girl. I didn't see the Zach Braff movie that I think came and went with Morgan Freeman and Florence Pugh. Zach Braff, Zach Braff written and directed... You know that Florence Pugh and Zach Braff broke up. It's like, how mm-hmm. oh, you know, hey girl, trauma's real bad. How you living? It's like Midsummer, but I guess a bit lighter and more naturalistic.
0: <laughs> um, I think um, almost anything could be lighter and more naturalistic
1: than Midsummer. <laughs> Morgan Freeman in... Oh no, that's the problem, actually. Um, if you search Morgan Freeman, Shawshank 7, Bruce Almighty, a good person, that's what the movie's called. Um, Yeah, a good person. Uh, Sorry, a good person. The working title was Not Motherfucking Christian. Um, (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I
0: I think when we're introduced to uh, Pele um, you know, in a more real sense when, you know, they're, it's like six months later or whatever, and they're in the boy's apartment and, you know, they're, this is, you know, right before they're on the plane. Right. And he, he's already kind of, You know, planting those seeds of, you know, family and, you know, coming together and having people around you. And obviously, this is all the ploy to, you know, get these people there for, you know, semi-nefarious
1: purposes. I know. Um, And, and, And all this from the former Minister of Sports of Brazil... Edson Arantes do Nascimento better known by his nickname Pele was a Brazilian professional footballer who played as a forward wide well, regard as one of the most great one of the greatest players of all time honestly it's all I could think of every time they said the guy's name but <laughs> that's soccer, also known as association football for you fucking evens across the pond um, that's right uh, yeah exactly that's right <laughs> Here, here we call it Green Street, Elijah Wood, Vinnie Jones, Mean Streets, <laughs> um, uh And, um, yeah, uh, basically, uh, in addition to being one of the most successful and popular sports figures of the 20th century, um, Pele was also um, the... Um, uh, hey, I'm going to lead you horses to water. You're going to have to drink because you're all fucking fodder as far as we're concerned. We're gonna have us a good time. We need to bring in people. And if one of you sticks around, then let's have a hoedown Um and uh but yeah. Yeah it's everyone I, gets all the, what they deserve. Danny oh, Yes. Uh, everyone gets what they deserve. That's what I love. There's no Absolutely. there's no there's no, ju- there's no there's no judgment in the bloodshed. Except there is, actually. They're like, you know what? You don't even get to live to 72 and jump off a fucking cliff.
0: Nope, they are absolutely going to literally skin the fool. The asshole who's the comic. Yeah, yeah.
1: Fuck Uh, that shit. I met a human being, human being in person. This is not a fucking bit. A couple months ago, he went to the Ukraine in... December of the war was a thing um, and um, said one pound pints YOLO <laughs> and then when I was like hey no you're, we, we are literally at the, Euro- the Eurovision party for the country you are making a fucking light joke about fuck your dark tourist shit speak for yourself tell me something and he just answered my um, retort with questions. I pulled him up on his shit. I was like, actually, you know what? Probably shouldn't say, If you know, if I'm at someone's party and I insult the host, that's a dick move. Um, and, uh, you know, the Eurovision could not be hosted in the Ukraine because of the war that's still ongoing there. And this guy was just like, one pints YOLO without an active war zone that he visited. <sighs> he supported the tourism industry. Fuck that. Just donate. Like, no. And and to a lesser extent, Simon and Lottie. No, not Lottie. Simon and Connie. Huck. Flupia. Um, just everyone has a reason to be there. Except Danny is the only one there for the right reason. Right. Because she's lost and she needs to find a new home. Yeah. And, I mean, we I I hope she
0: does. I hope things don't go sideways in those next several days of the festival. Who knows what shenanigans they get up to, but uh you know, maybe she has to eat more herring, who knows. But No, no,
1: no, 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 no. Uh <laughs> I love I love the art housey way that the film ends, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Yeah, the Freaky Valley song, yeah. <laughs> go for a fair but actually um you know it should have just been like it's gonna be me you know <laughs> like i i i honestly i honestly feel as though like if they had just broken into like you know oops i Harry yesterday did it again full-blown <laughs> musical song and dance number um for um yeah no um oh no uh the zombies it's the time <laughs> of the scene. <season laughs> there you go. For love. Me. Um, no, that would have been a fucking banger. But yeah, no. No, I <laughs> think the Frankie Valley choice was uh, a there good go. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will say, I can't even think of that song because you know what I have in my head and will always have in my head is the song that is played at the end of Hereditary. <laughs> like, oh, um. Da, da. Yeah. You know, um uh, it's like it's like Carole King maybe.
0: Or Joni Mitchell or Joni
1: Mitchell. Oh my god, yeah 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 yeah. soundtrack.
0: Is it both sides now? Is that the one that's.
1: Both okay. uh, it's now. Yes, it's both okay. sides now. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: But oh. I think it's somebody else's uh, recording of it. it I don't yeah, think it's, it's actually yeah. Joni Mitchell. It's
1: somebody else who is it's, very Ju- Judy Collins. Okay, both okay. sides
0: now, but yeah, Aster has excellent, excellent taste in uh, music for his end credits. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 rather perfect, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I again. I I just hope she's having a good time there in Sweden. Oh yes. Oh yes. Now, can we talk about uh a, a little nice nod to hereditary. Uh it's uh, towards, yes. Uh it's towards the end of the film. Uh Christian is high as a fucking kite and it's like shortly after the clap. Uh that just sends him spiraling even more and uh maya get maya gets up uh from the other side of the table and you have the light that's shining on her and it's to me it's just like uh you know Pymans, uh you know little light that's shining all over the place and hereditary it's
1: i bet that Ariastas. Favorite comedy of all time is The Shining, um, <laughs> and no, um, no, 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 no. That's what he does, doesn't he? He, um, The Shining, written and directed by Ari Aster. Um, the Shining Part Two, Shine on You Crazy Diamond, written and directed by Ari Aster, and then um, The Shining Part.
0: That definitely cut out.
1: <laughs> I got mommy issues. I got daddy issues. My name is Joaquin Phoenix, and I'm gonna run naked screaming. Written and directed by Oscar winner Ariaster. Um, <laughs> the um, the reality of it is is that nothing is true, and everything is possible. Um, so I I honestly feel as though. Um, we've been coming to a natural close, and to be honest, not actually skipping a beat. Um, there is a daughter of the cult, a sightseer, the artist, um, who it's like if Harmony Corinne made. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 it was like, do you know what? Harmony, go wild. Just, uh, you know, let's go over this. Um, yeah. uh, it's summer forever. Look at all my sheep. Look at all my shit. <laughs> all my shit. <laughs> hey, uh, it's summer
0: forever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that could be good and fucked up.
1: Every time I try to fly, I fall without my wings. I feel so small. I guess I hit me, baby, one more time. No, oh, fuck. I need to rewatch Spring Breakers, yo. Um, it's a, we, we're in the summer, but um, I I got to see that in a theater without oh, Jesus. Knowing harmony corinne was i also went to watch it with my sister who's two years younger than me because we were oh, like "Man, we were like fuck it let's go this is how close my sister and i used to be we went to watch only god forgives oh god <laughs> the place beyond the pies. <laughs> because we're like fuck yeah we love ryan gosling right Nicholas Winding Refn drives a pretty fucking cool picture. Um, yeah. Anyways. And then you got to
0: hear uh, Kristen Scott Thomas say the words, come dumpster. Um, yep. Only God forgives. That's that's a film.
1: <laughs> Fuck. I need to rewatch it. I forgot that under the cherry moons, Kristen Scott Thomas was in. Motherfucking.
0: <laughs> yes. Speaking of people with mommy issues,
1: <laughs> uh, let's be honest. You know, whether whether you're a whether you're a daddy or whether you're a daddy or whether you're a mommy or whether you are yummy, um, um let's. Let's be real. Hit the thirty-second thing for that one. Make it the first. <laughs> um and uh uh <laughs> click clip that shit. Oh man, I miss Twitch. Um Yeah. Uh, d- James Gunn, um Edgar Wright, uh Sam Raimi, um, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg. Um, all the great Ari zombie Rob Zombie um, uh, Repo the Genetic Opera I forgot who did that one um, uh, uh, it's one of the Saw directors right let's do the time warp again <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Shoot um, every great motion picture that's ever been made and even all the shit ones too everyone's just trying to work through something <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's just the next day to get the paycheck. Ka-ching! Roger Corman. Um uh, yeah, I uh I but, Scream
0: Three is Roger Corman. Um
1: Exactly. I I just I just think that um it's always nice to feel that um something is being done for the love of it. Mm-hmm. And and actually you don't make Heredity. Hereditary. Midsummer. A fucking. A lot. And then Bo is Afraid without loving every single part of doing it all. And the best part is that Ari Aster wrote and directed these movies. And we talked a lot about him, but. And I can't name the producers and everyone else who helped him along the way, but he is. He is an auteur, he's a filmmaker, oh, yeah. but he could not do what he has done on his own. And um, I just want to take a moment. Stars, Burning Bright, um, cast, crew, everyone keeping it light and dark. At A24 and everyone who's ever worked on an Ari Aster picture, or honestly, um, any film ever. Um, thank you for what you do. Because we shouldn't need a post credit scene to sit and appreciate what we've just witnessed. No, I, I've gotten to the
0: point in my life where anytime I see a film in a theater, unless there is a bathroom emergency, I'm going to be sitting there through the credits. I, I think it's just a little respectful in a certain way to actually sit there and pick people out. It's...
1: No, 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 it is, but also just to appreciate, it, it's like, um, you know, these are, it's feast or famine, and all of those affect dozens upon hundreds, thousands of people every year, and like, I don't think enough people actually, It's just is really, it is so difficult for me, when I see the light of someone's phone. Oh, yeah. All their, all their fucking Apple Watch. And I'm not even in a... It's like, I get it because I'm the kid who... If I'd seen the Super Mario Brothers movie this year, but I was actually five, six, seven, eight years old, um, 9, 10, I wouldn't have been able to stay still in my fucking seat. But the last thing I would have wanted to do is go to the theatre and not watch people work magic before my eyes and if Mm -hmm. and I think that if you love cinema if you love filmmaking just don't don't look at the fucking Rotten Tomatoes score don't even think about it don't even watch your favourite reviewers give the numbered scores if that's what they do if you think fuck yeah, I just want to like, you know, I miss the movies. I want to go to the movies again, yeah. just go see something, anything. And then if you don't like it, you can walk out. It's okay. I did that when I watched fast X because of how uncomfortable I felt watching that movie. We're not going to even go there. That was the pre-show that wasn't recorded, but um, <laughs> I've never walked out of a, um, an A24 movie and I don't think I ever will. Unless I really have some trouble dealing with what's on screen, yeah. because that's also a potential thing that can happen. And that's okay too. <laughs> I've never walked out of a film, but I have
0: actively heckled a film with a friend because it was just that bad. Uh, that was, um, uh, Uma Thurman, Ray Fines and Sean Connery in The Avengers. And I can't, oh, I can't remember who the studio was, but let's say it was Columbia. I don't care. Uh You know, Columbia Pictures presents my buddy, John, and I immediately shout at the screen because we are two of four people in the theater and we know what we're in for. A sincere apology, we say.
1: Hey, now that's a fucking riot. That's that's exactly what you want to do and have some fun. I um. I've walked out and left a theater once yeah. it was um a the eighth anniversary um uh like celebration surprise movie at my most local cinema and uh it's an art deco building that sat derelict it was an old Nickelodeon oh wow o, then o, then Odeon and it's it's a fucking theater the seats are it's like it's like going to watch a play except you get Mm -hmm. the curtains drawn back and it's yeah it's an old school movie palace yeah yeah, but an old school movie palace that 10 years ago in 2025 2015 was brought back to life i never got to go there as a kid because it was fucking It that building has asbestos out the fucking ass (laughs) um uh you know up down uh, all around um it could have been condemned demolished made in something else but it's like fuck that's where movies are fucking shown and if you're celebrating an anniversary of actual independent fucking cinema an independent theater running please show something that isn't i i get there's a demographic where i live what's love got to do with it starring lily allen and um uh, directed by shakespeare and love director in the first film that they had made since shakespeare and love and actually no show something that's going to get people walking out for all the right reasons. Um, you know, uh, if you're trying to <laughs> celebrate the anniversary of, um, you know, a theatre that may uh, way, may well have shown the train. And people run the fuck out because they think it's going to hit them. Mm-hmm. That happened. And, yep. um, and so did Midsummer. Yeah. <laughs> so if you like the wicker man 2k 18 baby um uh hit that like button share favorite subscribe and scare your friends with midsummer um ariaster's um sophomore slump are we going up or just going down 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 let's see how much lower we can go it's uh (laughs) and let's get light and bright about it (laughs) let the sun
0: yes Big fan of the Wicker Man. Um it, Folk horror is just a fun genre in general. It's let's be fair, Hot Fuzz is a folk horror film. Um but uh oh my god, you, I
1: never I never I for the greater what, good, the greater what, good. <laughs> Hot fuzz is a folk horror film. Oh my god, it's literally like oh course it is but also it's just fun and it's british and like oh, yeah. you know they feel they, they they filmed the world's end around the corner from where i live like you know show nice the way to the next. i've been in one of those fucking pubs they nice. filmed in and uh i'm gonna make a movie in there too man um do it yeah but yeah, if
0: you happen to love folkcore as a genre, you need to watch the documentary um what is it? Uh Shit, I'm totally blanking on the name now. It's got such a cool title. It's um
1: The Happening by M99
0: no, something days and uh no. Something nights and days bewitched or something like that. Shit. Yeah. Okay, all right. I don't want Yeah, don't worry. I'm going to have to cut this up and just have my face pop in here and say the name of the documentary. Um, Woodland's Dark and Days Bewitched. That's what it is. Uh, it's did like
1: you, a, no, no, no. no. Did, you, did you manifest it from your brain? Right yeah, I now? suddenly remembered it. Yes. Dude, I read it via the great overlord that is Google Pixel 7 where I'm shooting <laughs> my film um shot on Google Pixel 7 um if you want to put them in Scream 7 that's fine by me but you know hit me up Google um Woodlands Dark and Days which is the first feature length documentary on the history of folk horror exploring the phenomena phenomena from its beginnings in a trilogy of films Michael Reeves the Witchfinder General fuck Blood on Satan's Claw and The Wicker Man. I have seen one of those movies. And (laughs) I have Blood on Satan's Claw on fucking Blu-ray. And I also have The Wicker Man on Blu-ray because I've seen parts of The Wicker Man. I know what The Wicker Man is about. But I've never sat down and experienced it like I did Midsummer, And mm. um, I don't want to watch The Witchfinder General again. So we're going to do Blood <laughs> on Saints Claw and The Wicker Man. That's a double bill. Maybe it'll happen over two nights.
0: Yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, that documentary is. is about three hours long. Um, it's, it you're in for long me. haul. Yeah. Um, but it, it's very, very interesting. Um, I need to get into those other two films that you mentioned. I think they're both on shutter. Um, of course,
1: they will be. Of course, they will be. Um, the Witchfinder General is really fucked up, guys. Just want to let you know it's a really fucking messed up movie. Um, Blood on Satan's Claw has a fun title, at least. And it oh. nice. It's directed, directed by Piers Haggard. Piers Haggard's Blood on Satan's Claw, 1971. Wow, that's fascinating! Sixty-eight, seventy-one, seventy-three in the span of you know, like what six years, um, five, six years, you know, half a decade. You had you know hereditary Midsommar. But I was afraid, praised folk horror or a trilogy for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 they all got woods in them, don't they? Yeah. I, su- How- I suppose they do. <laughs> cabin, ca- cabin in the woods, Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2. Hey, nothing's groovier than uh, the musical hair, right? Um, this is the dawning of the <laughs> age of ariasta. age of ariasta Aquarius. Let's all get naked and put your fucking ex-boyfriend in a fucking bed. Bear suit, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, then, uh, <laughs> hey, we've all seen was Afraid. We can remember what happened in the woods. Uh, folk, That's good folk, stuff the great the greatest folk horror comedy trilogy of all time, written and directed by Ari Aster, and starring Tony Collette, Florence Pugh and What Phoenix. Um <laughs> so um yeah, uh it's the Cornetto trilogy for a new age. Okay, okay, go with it go go with me on this one. Strawberry and vanilla. Classic. <laughs> Mint chocolate chip, bitch! <laughs> hereditary <laughs> classic midsummer strawberry so you know that um in the north of england uh, like if you go to an ice cream van right you know mm-hmm. and it's not manned by the fucking child catcher um you know you can get like chocolate sauce on your ice cream or whatever, right? Is this sure thing in America?
0: I mean, there's ice cream trucks occasionally sure. still, sure. but it, but at the end of the day, it's like, uh, uh, you know, the the bit in um uh, uh the um yeah, into the Spider Verse where uh Peter Parker's talking about how he had uh, so-so ice cream, and it's the horribly melty-looking Spider-Man face on the stick. That's the kind of shit that you get out of an ice cream truck in America.
1: All right. Well, um Mr. Whippy aka a 99 aka soft like soft serve basically. But okay. soft serve the you can't get it at a McDonald's cuz their ice cream machines never not fucking working. It's always broken. Uh, yes. it's, it's broken. Um but no, yeah. Um it used to be called a 99 because you'd pay a dollar, you'd pay 99 cents, you'd pay a pound, 99p. Um mm-hmm. and you would get cone ice cream, soft serve, and a Cadbury flake in there. Uh, 99, classic British ice cream. Now, if you want just that, it's £2.50, it's basically five fucking bucks, and inflation is the bitch. But, um, my point is that, um, the fact that I can connect in my brain, Edgar Wright's horror comedy folk horror comedy um apocal- apocalyptic comedy horror sure. film trilogy um with Ari Aster's trilogy of films goes to show that if nothing else um you know succession writers watch the fuck out cuz dark comedy in terms of cinema if you're looking for someone to go be like Harry, what's happening next? I can't wait to watch Arias to Crash and Burn. Because he's gonna do it with a fucking rickless oh. grin on his face. <laughs> yes,
0: and with fucking style. Yes. Um so if Midsummer did have its own Cornetto flavor, would it be
1: mushroom mint? <laughs> No, 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 no. It would be, it would be the 99 genuinely because yeah. mint I love the sound of, but I think that mint chocolate chip, <laughs> when I posted that mint chocolate, I, I made a random TikTok once that was like the greatest ice cream flavor is mint chocolate chip, don't at me. And the divide, the divide, you either love or you hate mint chocolate chip. Yeah. There's no one who's in between on it. It's the marmot of ice cream flavors, you either love it or you hate it. And, um, uh, as far as I'm concerned, um, uh, that's what I was Afraid, and then, um, yeah, like actually, Midsommar is uh, classic Cornetto Hot Fuzz, which is blue wrapping and is it's got a couple nuts in there, it's a little bit nutty, you know, yeah. a, a fruity note that lingers on the tongue, um, and it's chocolate and a, you know, chocolate like. Triangles impaling you and spreading you into a blood eagle. And then, um you know, uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, and hereditary is just good old fashioned fun. It's shawn of the Dead. It's, uh, you know, monkey's blood is what they call strawberry sauce up north. They call it monkey's blood. They go to the ice cream truck and they say, oh yeah, give me a 99 and I enjoy oh, any sauce. Oh yeah, yeah, throw some monkey's blood on there. Monkey's blood. Chilled monkey brains. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, rewatched Temple of the Doom the other night. Fucking love that movie. Anyways, um,
0: kind of knew that's where we were going with all that to begin with. But
1: <laughs> shall we, um, shall we, shall we wind down?
0: Yeah, I think we're uh, kind of hitting a natural point here. Um, I mean,
1: clearly, we both love this movie, um, and, and 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 I hope you feel strongly about Midsummer as well. Um, if you haven't seen this film and you've listened this far, first of all, congrats. Congratulations with you. <laughs> um, you. You you win. No prize. Stanley, what a legend. Um, but I I honestly think that everyone should watch it. Um, and I also think everyone should watch Hereditary. But what I will say is that actually, I think Midsummer, weirdly enough, is a more accessible film than Hereditary. <laughs> Like, it's, genuinely, I think it's the most accessible Aster film, and that's saying something.
0: That's yeah, funny. you could be right. And this is a, you know, just natural film for anybody who's going through a breakup. Uh, by all means, go ahead and watch yourself some Midsummer.
1: <laughs> we, we already established it. Watch Midsummer. Feel it. Uh, feel it. Feel it. Um, oh, God. Yeah, sorry. I need to shake off the Marky mark. Those aren't the good ones. <laughs> when John Cena sings it in Fast X, is weird, and I don't like it. I love.
0: Yeah, that. yeah. That that was definitely an odd little bit because his character did he's very much a one eighty from the prior film.
1: <laughs> do you really want to? Do you really want to taste it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they,
0: they they can continue with him in Peacemaker. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, um, basically uh, a, do- a doff of the cap to you, Ari Aster, because God knows you make a groovy fucking movie. Oh, um, yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's, yeah, it, it, always
0: down to see what he's got coming next. It's Razzie, Razzie, Razzie,
1: baby. <laughs> yeah,
0: first the Razzies and then, then the fourth film by Ari Aster. Yes. <laughs>
1: I can't wait. I can't wait for the quadrilogy box set. <laughs> folk horror <laughs> tales tales of folk horror comedy by Ariaster.
0: Um, yep. It's also, it's uh oof. That's that's gonna be an interesting one. Yeah <laughs> and, and how long the fourth film will probably be.
1: It's if he, if he doesn't Sean Sono it and it's four hours long, then you know, with intermission Um, please let there be an intermission (laughs) I really honestly I love an intermission Uh, one of my favourite experiences is going to one of the oldest cinemas in the UK the Alhambra in Keswick watching fucking Gone with the Wind and getting a cup of tea in the intermission because we started watching it at 11am and it was just like just have a cuppa and a biscuit go to the toilet because you're going to need it (laughs) Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Or Lawrence of Arabia, yes. Uh, that 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 is a film with an intermission as well, and it is very much needed uh, by the point that uh, they roll that intermission out there, for sure.
1: Tarantino did it with The Hateful Eight, didn't he? Yes, I think yeah, so. Yeah. so. There's an yeah. overture, which I went and saw and got to see on a big screen projected. Nice. Him. I went on a weird, like it was almost a pseudo date with someone I went to fucking film school with. Um, it was a bit of a weird vibe, but didn't matter because then we got to see the Hateful Eight roadshow style, um, Odie and Leicester Square. It wasn't the premiere, but it was pretty fucking close. It was Christmas time, and it was like what? wild. It was, it was, it was, it was an experience.
0: That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Um, um Yeah. Where next? Where next, Joe? Hmm, that's an excellent question. Um but we'll find out soon enough. Uh Joe, I think we've got our final uh thoughts on Midsummer out there. Where can people find you?
1: Um you can find me at the intersection of So <laughs> as 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 of as of July 12th, 2023, Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. If you go to blooddisco.com, you will get to see everything. And um, in the meantime, think Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, signed by Sam Raimi, Beware the Evil Dead, (laughs) groupie. Halloween by John Carpenter, uh, look how they massacred my girl, hereditary, <laughs> stuck a punch, midsummer, Joe Dante's The Howling, filling nice. in Grand Rap, Fucking Mega, Madness, Super Madness, Gremlins. Um, Edgar Wright's The World's End. Bot Fuzz Short of the Dead. We already talked about it. Uh Cabin in the Woods. Robbie Williams live at the Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> Us, Jordan Peele, The Mirror of the Soul, um, the full uncut version of Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead starring Bruce Campbell on videotape.
0: Nice. I'm like fairly certain I have that somewhere.
1: 2001. One of the last VHSs ever fucking produced.
0: Yep, I am fairly certain I have that copy.
1: Nice. And fucking nice. Um, uh, uh, peacemaker, the intro sequence alone, um, stage play. Mm-hmm. You seen this fucking movie? No. Um, yeah, you need to fucking see it. Um, All right. Italian horror from 1987. That... A group of young dancers rehearsing in an old theatre is accidentally um, locked in for the night, but not alone in the shadows. Someone is watching, waiting, and selecting victims at his demented leisure tonight. Deranged serial killer. He's escaped and is about to put on his own real life horror show. Hey, I love me some Italian horror, so I'm down. I'm uh, Jim Carrey in <laughs> the Andy Kaufman biopic "Man on the Moon." Um, uh, Jim and Andy: The Great Beyond on Netflix now. Watch it. Um, me as Fat Sam when I was like uh 11 or 12 years old in uh, VHS of Bugsy Malone. <laughs> um, and bloody disco balls. Um, back in February, Joe, I quit my fucking job. And in two weeks with a little help from a friend, I was given creative freedom and I came up with the concept for my first independent feature film written, directed, and starring Joe Medforth, also known as Joe Medforce, also known as Joe Madforce, also known as Joe Redforce and Deadforce. Um, I've never been a content creator. I've always been a fucking star and a filmmaker. And so um, this is your first look at Blood Disco, a horror musical. Very nice. A monster murders to find his voice and descend into the Blood Disco below. Um, The teaser trailer sizzle reel um, will be up on blooddisco.com and everywhere I fucking put it um on the internet and that's when the crowdfunding starts all right i've been making this movie since february end like the end of february beginning of march and i quit my fucking day job to do it i'm bending over backwards i sold my fucking childhood pokemon card collection today to fund this and Damn. if you in part, along with other stuff, because actually this is what is most important to me. Part-time stream working towards a full-time dream was something I said, came up with in the spur of the moment during a pandemic when we were all fucking alone. And all we could do was like live stream and hope that someone listened. And the only reason I'm sitting on this podcast here today is because Joe is one of those people that listened and understands. And I know that this is a sea change and this is like, whiplash ariasta 180 degrees from everything you <laughs> fucking know about me except if i tell you that twitch.tv slash joe medforce youtube.com slash joe medforce tiktok forward slash at joe medforce at joe medforce joe will be blood disco.com i'm making a fucking film i make i'm telling my story um and if you want to join me in this dance to your death and mine as well <laughs> Don't worry, it ain't like that. It's like Hereditary and Midsummer, and Bo is afraid, and all of those fucking movies and and Blu-rays I just talked you through and gave you the long and ever-ending list of. Um, I I went uh, did film studies at university, wrote a screenplay, two screenplays. The first was called Scar Tissue. The second was a uh, hard sci-fi relationship drama called Counterpart. And then I swore off narrative filmmaking because it was a really difficult experience for me. But um what I'm doing now is what I've ultimately always wanted to do ever since I saw Spider-Man swing for real in front of my eyes. Ever since begging my parents to go see Toy Story 2. Yeah. Ever since watching Drag Me to Hell. Watching and realising that I can feel like this. Hereditary. Get out. Prowl. I didn't actually have it here. It's an after dark films, but I watched that and I was like, that was like Blood Disco was born. I was like, if I have a fucking set, that's just the back of a fucking trailer truck. and I have good sound design and I have enough blood packs. And I decide that I want to throw a heroin into a vampire training ground on the lowest budget possible. I could fucking do that. I know exactly how that's done. And I know that Sam Raimi taped a fucking camera and held it to a plank of wood to make one mm-hmm. of the most iconic. He he went to dentists and was like, hey, uh, I got this thing called Within the Woods. Um, I want to make a full version of it. Um, give money, please. This is me doing that. Um, and Joe gets to hear about it first because... I'm Joe, and I heard about it first. And, um, <laughs> uh, and and right here, at this exact point, you'll see the first ever still from Blood Disco coming to a big screen near you, hopefully, um, by the end of December 2025. But if you want it sooner, July 12th, when I am on Twitch live streaming and singing at least one song and dancing to at least one song from every fucking karaoke game I own on Nintendo Wii, Guitar Hero included, until you at least give me like five, five bucks.
0: <laughs>
1: and where we go from there is up to you because I'm putting everything I got into this. And um, that's awesome. Uh, and, that is so and, cool. and, and also, if you want to be creatively involved, if you want to jump on this train and help me out, once we raise some fucking money, you get your food paid for, you get your travel paid for, if you want or need to travel, and you also get paid, if any of us can get paid at the end of this, um, uh, you know, national living wage. That's I'm talking. I'm talking minimum wage plus plus the tips. Seven bucks. 11 bucks, whatever it is. Um, if you work on this movie, it's not for credit. It's not for exposure. This is not something that could become a scam. This is what I want to do with my life now.
0: That's so fucking
1: cool. Uh, and, That's... and, um, and, and
0: like, I, I, uh, I love the, the passion and the commitment because that is no light thing to quit your fucking day job, to jump into something that you feel so passionately about. So.
1: And that's the thing is that actually it's one thing I've told a fair few people already. People who I do want to be involved with it. People who I just wanted to tell. So some of you may see this and know already, but actually it's like, I opened this podcast. You asked me how old I was, and I said I'm happier than I've ever been. <laughs> Basically, I said I'm happier that I've been in a decade, and that's the truth. And I'm crying because I'm happy about it. Like they, That's the the extreme of emotion that this brings me to. And I just want you all to know that even if all you do is say, hey, I don't know what he's doing, but tell someone about it, you think might love it. That's all you need to do. You can do that in person. Um. But yeah, if you go to blooddisco.com on July 12th and between now and then on every social media that only wants to, to <laughs> 200 people each time I post about it, I don't give a shit. Um, hashtag descend D E S C E N D. You can find everything there. And um, as of, tomorrow june 12th this will be posted later um it's a month to go and um i would love to have you help me tell this story uh well i am definitely going to be spreading the
0: word about this man that's that's so exciting
1: <laughs> like that, dude that i I, like, I and this is the thing i, I love cool. i love i love what everyone has built since the pandemic kind of funny the best friends everyone involved you shared screens ridiculous passions like you know uh freaking point in progress like all these people so many of them have actually met in person but it's like i tried i really did try like coming out of that to just do what i was doing and it wasn't actually working for me i'm not a content creator i'm a storyteller and um and and, uh, and i'm finally telling the first story of hopefully many. I don't I don't I don't necessarily have ten pictures in me, but um let's at least make this first one happen, you know? Yeah, man. Hell yeah. And that's your world premiere. <laughs> that's your Jeff that's your Jeff motherfucking Keeley moment. That is the like George R. R. Martin fucking. One like, in your thing. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah. Uh, and thank you so much for giving me the space to absolutely, dude. And, um, th- and, uh, thank
0: you not- for <laughs> thank you for coming on, and you know, thank you for you know getting really real here too. Yeah, dude, dude, dude.
1: dude. Like, you know, I may have my half my face covered in fake blood, um, but uh, well, it's a
0: horror podcast. Exactly.
1: But <clears> uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. I um, I want you to know that um, I just really appreciate what you're doing here because actually. People love horror films like Scream, Scream in Review, um, you know, like popcorn horror. But sure. what about the movies that make you set your popcorn to the side and fucking go, what? Also, just so you know... Blood Disco is going to be frightening but funny, um, scary but silly. It's going to be everything you've come to know about Joe. I would expect nothing less. It's yeah, blood, it's called Blood Disco. It's too hard, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so <laughs> it, the performance has already begun, and you didn't even know it. And um, the nice thing is as well, this is serious. I've also been recording behind the scenes stuff in addition to what I've been filming since the middle middle latter part of February. So. If you financially support this movie, you're going to get to see all of that. You're going to get to see the making of as it happens. Nice. If you want to see it. And if not, maybe you'll just get a poster. Maybe you'll <laughs> get, uh, maybe you'll get a copy of the Blu-ray if you really want it. Um, or maybe um, there'll be a seat for you at the premiere because you know what? I want to get as many people in a the theater as possible to watch my, my midsummer. Oh yeah. My bow is afraid, you know? <laughs> 2025, baby. Well, yeah, if, man. If if you want it. Uh, all right. We go. And, uh, there we there, go. There, there, there we go. And there you have it. Um, yeah, so, yeah uh, I, uh, I'll, I'm going to um, uh, grab a tissue and let you uh, take this home, man. Dude,
0: dude, thank you again for, uh, yeah, first of all, coming on to talk about this movie for, you know, like I said, getting really real about things there because, dude, I get it. <laughs> we've we've uh, been to some places in these past few years and I very much understand. Um,
1: <laughs> but
0: uh, yes.
1: Also, a point. we're all still here. Oh and we, God, can be, yeah. and we can be the May Queen or we can be the bear that burns. And you know what? Either one's fine. Just you know, no, you know, make, make a choice. You know, make some choices.
0: Yep. Yes, indeed. Well, dude, I will get you back on eventually. Hopefully, not over a year. Uh, again, like the last
1: time. No, 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 like no, that. no, no, but no, but, here's, no, but here's the deal. Um, <laughs> next time we'll talk about my movie. How's that sound? Fuck yeah! <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, um, I I just get to hear what you think because um. I'm really excited for you to see it, dude. Dude, thank you.
0: I appreciate that.
1: No, thank you. Thank you. This is this is this is not what you necessarily expected from us talking about Midsummer.
0: You know what? That's perfectly okay. That's uh, this has definitely been, um, you know, a bit of a departure of the uh, the format that <laughs> the show typically goes with. <laughs>
1: Formats, man, Waluigi number one. <laughs> but I love that. I love that. I love that you're open to it. And um, yeah, uh and, I will be and, you know, uh, I will be I will be 32 years old in October of this year. So this being the 30-second episode, pretty fitting for me. As well.
0: There you go. Perfect. Well, this has been Murders with Murdens, a horror film podcast. Thank you for letting us tickle your ear holes, please. Like, share, and subscribe if you are so inclined. I'll be back soon enough with another episode. But until next time, stay spoopy, everyone. Darts to your
1: dead and listen. <laughs> <laughs> LoveDisco.com. <That. laughs>